Welcome, I'm Anastasia Glova bringing you the Cato Daily Podcast. Full and edited versions of our podcasts are available on our website at www.cato.org. Director of Health Policy Studies Michael Cannon has just released a new Cato study titled Health Savings Accounts. Do the critics have a point? Today, we'll find out from Michael whether, in fact, they do. HSA supporters often cite that HSAs give Americans more control over their medical expenditures as if that's a good thing. But Americans are not all healthcare experts, so why are we trying to put consumers in the driver's seat? Well, Americans aren't all healthcare experts, nor are they all experts with computers or automobiles or these sorts of things, but consumers tend to do pretty well at making their own decisions in these areas. The problem when it comes to health care is that they've been encouraged by the government to surrender control over their health care dollars to their employers. And in the process, what we've done is we've created a marketplace that does not give consumers the information that they need to make those decisions so that consumers can't find out the price or information on the quality of health care like they can find out information on the price or quality of automobiles or computers. So one of the beneficial aspects of health savings accounts is that by putting consumers in control of more of their health care dollars, we're going to be changing the dynamics of the marketplace so that hospitals, doctors, other health care providers are going to be giving consumers the tools that they need to make those decisions for themselves. Could you address some of the criticisms that have been leveled against HSAs? Well, there are many, and some of them are actually valid, and that may sound strange coming from a scholar and uh, an institute that has supported health savings accounts for many years. But health savings accounts have always been about returning control over consumers' health care dollars and decisions to those consumers themselves. And while health savings accounts do that to some extent, they are still pretty prescriptive. You do have to purchase a government-prescribed health insurance plan in order to qualify for a health savings account. That means that Congress is essentially designing what your health insurance is going to look like. That's something that even conservatives and other supporters of free markets rail against when the Clinton administration, for example, tries to do it. So we really don't want to get stuck with a health savings account system or product that has the government deciding what type of health insurance people are going to buy, because that's really inconsistent with the philosophy underlying health savings accounts in the first place, which is that people should be able to control those decisions uh, and make those decisions for themselves. So what we've proposed at the Cato Institute to try to give consumers even more control than health savings accounts do right now is to allow individuals to take all of their health benefits from their employer as a cash contribution into their health savings account and then allow them to purchase health insurance from whatever source they want, be that their employer or some other group plan or a health insurance product from the individual market. Is more consumer control supposed to have some effect on health care costs? Once consumers own the dollars that they're spending on their health care, they're going to be more careful about how they spend those dollars. And that's been confirmed in study after study after study. Now, one of the criticisms that has been leveled at health savings accounts is that people will skimp on health care that they need in order to save a little money. There are a couple problems with that. The first is that you're assuming that people will skimp on health care that they need, even though that may put them at risk for even higher medical expenditures later on. So what that actually suggests is if people really do need health care, they will get it when they need it to protect their assets, to protect the money in their health savings accounts. The other problem with that criticism is that there's very little evidence that giving consumers ownership over their health care dollars causes them to skimp on care in ways that harms their health. 
There was a large experiment conducted in the 1970s called the Rand Health Insurance Experiment. It rebutted that idea. There have been studies since then that suggest that in certain cases, people with chronic illnesses, if they own all of their healthcare dollars, they may cut back on their medical consumption in ways that harms their health. It's not definitive evidence, but it's certainly plausible. And that's one of the reasons why we think people who have health savings accounts should be able to purchase health insurance that does provide coverage of uh, maintenance drugs for chronic illnesses, for example. And that's one of the ways that health savings accounts can be enhanced to help the chronically ill. It still doesn't look like HSAs are a perfect solution. Could you address some causes for concern? Well, that's one of them, that health savings accounts don't do as much for the chronically ill as they could. Another is that health savings accounts, as as they exist right now, really don't level the playing field for people who don't get health insurance through their employer, for example. The federal government provides a large tax break for people who do have employer-sponsored health insurance, who have access to that. But if you're a low-income worker, you probably uh, you are more more likely not to have access to employer-sponsored health insurance, and therefore no access to that tax break that maybe your neighbor is getting because they work at uh, a job that does offer coverage. So one of the things that can be done to make health savings accounts more equitable is to allow those low-income workers to make tax-free deposits into their health savings account, regardless of whether or not their employer offers insurance. The large health savings account proposal that we've made does that. Uh, The Bush administration has another novel approach for doing that, which is to allow a tax credit for deposits into a health savings account uh, against uh, low-income workers' payroll taxes. And that's consistent with the large health savings account idea that we've put forward, and we think that uh, both of them show promise. This has been Cato Daily Podcast. Thank you for listening.